0: Hello beautiful. This is Olivia from Bolivia, now in Istanbul, Turkey. I've moved to this magical city last week and I'm enjoying it so much. In this episode, I want to share with you an interview with my friend John Mueller. He helps coaches grow their coaching business, and him and I talk in this episode all about the marketing techniques and strategies and insider tips to grow your business and just beware because it's not what you think it is it was so much fun sharing with him what my take is and how I really don't believe in email database and all these crunching numbers so this is my secret my top and very guarded secret to get better dream clients and just live the life that you deserve through your coaching business so I hope you get lost from it enjoy
1: Olivia, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. um, can you tell us, I know you're in Kuala Lumpur right now. You're about to move. Can you tell us a little bit more about you and what your journey has been like?
0: Yes, um, I'm Olivia from Bolivia. People always laugh when I say this. (laughs) And I was born and raised there and I left in 2012. I had a deep yearning my whole life. I always felt like I didn't quite belong in that society. I always tended, tended to question like, is this it? And I don't know, I just didn't really click in 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 my hometown. I had friends, no issues there. However, I still felt like there must be something bigger. I went to an American school there. So my notion of the world already from the get go from very early on is like, wow, there are people from different lands and places. And where are these lands and places? Where are these people coming from? I want to I want to experience different cultures. So Uh, Fast forward, when I was 27 years old, I left Bolivia, finally, with a job in Vietnam. I was married to a Canadian man, a wonderful man, and we both got jobs in Vietnam, and we moved there, and Vietnam was not so cool, and so after about less than a year, we decided to move to Kuala Lumpur, and I have been here with uh, the exception of two years, where I did a year in Bali and a year in Thailand as well for work, I've been here the whole time, and it's been a second home for me and a place that has seen the evolution of me. So it's a very special place for me.
1: And you used to work at Mind Valley. Yes, right? correct. Can you tell me about that? I'm really interested. I know Mind Valley. I think all the listeners and watchers probably know Mind Valley. It's a very, very successful. Uh, company in the spiritual kind of wellness space Mm -hmm. which is is the niche that I like to focus on as well and they're just for me doing it better than anyone pretty much Mm -hmm. in that space Um, obviously they're famous too so can you talk about what the experience was like just being on the inside and working with them absolutely Absolutely. yeah
0: I think it's a blessing to the world Uh, and you know people who are looking for this kind of medicine it's readily available. Uh, it has grown, it has diversified. And at the same time, it has also leaned up because they used to have so many products and offers. And then the founder Vision, decided, you know what, let's just start to lean up and cut away the programs that are not quite um, performing, let's say. And so right now I believe that the ones that they have for offer are really strong uh, programs that have great curriculum, great speakers, teachers, and therefore a great following as well. So, and I think that the one thing that Mind Valley is doing really, really well is this sense of community, is bringing the people together. And therefore, you know, they get to experience exactly what I didn't experience in Bolivia, which was this, I, I experienced feeling very, uh, alone, you know, this like no one gets it. No one understands like this, this pain of mine to belong somewhere deeper and more authentically. And Mind Valley is doing that. And now I believe they have launched something called the Connections app, which is amazing because it's their version of Facebook, except for all the people there are already kind of aligned and attuned to, to the spiritual practices of meditation, yoga, you know, healthy habits, and so forth. So, mm-hmm. as an insider, uh, it was very interesting because I, I'm not a marketeer. I wasn't. I learned uh, while working there. But I, I have a strong background in pedagogy because I have master's degree in education and I've been, I had been teaching in, in, at international schools for the longest time, for a decade. And so they hired me precisely to join their uh, course creation team, it was called back then. And very soon, I evolved, within two months, I evolved into the, the, the managerial, managerial position for the, for the yoga platform, which is called ZenWord. It was called ZenWord. And, uh, and that was interesting because all of a sudden I had to step it up into learning how to work, uh, you know, email service providers and all, many, many different things, like managing various aspects of the business. And that was, that was challenging and it was also fun. And that opened up the doors then for me, where I was headhunted to go work in Thailand in Koh Samui at a beautiful yoga resort and as the marketing manager as well and I stayed there for a year in in Thailand as well so yeah as an insider it was challenging Um, and just being a part of a tribe of people who are also growing themselves who are also reading and also questioning things it was just you know being in that effervescence of people wanting to be better that was really beautiful and very different than coming from Bolivia where you know now it's changing I believe so but you know it tended to be very much a, a place where a lot of mediocrity happens you know people just leaving the status quo without really aspiring for much more
1: mm, okay thank you for that so yeah I mean Bolivia that is it's not a very religious country right so it's not it's not very spiritual it's, sense
0: well spirituality and religion are very different right so uh it can't like i even if i said yes it is religious it doesn't really mean that it is spiritual in fact the total opposite so yes catholicism is the number one religion and yes people go to church on sundays um whether they are checking out what someone else is wearing you know or they are Hmm. actually immersed in prayer uh, it's a different thing, and I, I believe I mean. it's more the former than the latter. So that's I
1: mean. for, now, for me, I'm because part of my journey, I'm discovering that for a lot of people, spirituality and religion are just so separate. And just my journey has been that they're, they're the same, but like I, I understand that for most people that they're separate because I feel like that's because of Catholicism. <laughs> I think people have that they kind of take what they learn from Catholicism and they think that all religions are like that. my experience of buddhism is that it was not like that at all that it was it was highly 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 spiritual and it just happens to also have a religious component which i liked. so
0: well religion uh, the way that i see it is it's based on duality it's based on having someone and then the enemy you know there's there is god and there's the devil there is us and there is them so it ha- it is a play on power and therefore it is based on ego which is based on duality whereas well, buddhism as you are mentioning is based on oneness and this idea of 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 you know something greater than yourself so this sure. is where I see the difference
1: for sure and then buddhism has a, a religious component which is only there to support the spiritual so absolutely I feel like I feel like some, some religions are a little bit different than what most people think they are. Well, I but think
0: that there is a, pl- a place for religion as well. You know, I, I know that some people who have gone to the spiritual journey then look at religion and are like, oh, you know, like, no way. But I also understand that there is a, you know, the journey of awakening for people and for someone to, to understand, you know, the quantum field and some things that are so very abstract might be a super leap, you know, just too much. For the brain to really comprehend, where religion comes and brings certain structures and certain rituals that people then observe, and still there are, if you there are parallels, you know, like cl- like cleansing practices in religions, for example, and in spirituality we also have them. You know, we ha- we use sage, we use Palo Santo, we have prayers, we have intention setting, so they do mimic each other. It's just what is the end goal and the end purpose. You know, well, is, it, is it to reach heaven or to not go to hell? Or is it really to be one with the universe?
1: I think, yeah, I would say, again, I think it depends on who, who created the religion and that a lot of awakening can happen within religions. It just depends on the spirituality that you find. Some people find religion, they don't find spirituality. Some find spirituality within their religion. And some people find spirituality separate from religion.
0: Correct. Absolutely. As
1: long as, as long as you're finding spirituality, you're you're good. So I just want to go back to um to a point that you made about um well I what I want to do really, to be honest. What I wanna do
0: <laughs> Oh here I, it comes. Now you're scaring cool
1: me. That, <laughs> it's cool that you have a marketing background or that you have now this experience. What I really wanna do is to use the few minutes of this interview uh for my own Selfish purposes, and find out how. And this is good education for anyone listening. How can we? How I want to. Um, I would like to tap in, or to mine. I want to collaborate with Mind Valley. That's good. Mind Valley has and is creating what I really want to. to uh, something that I want to utilize in my business, which is they have the best right now. Um, resource of uh, or database of of customers who are looking for spiritual um, solutions. The, you know their their database of customers is second to none. I think it, for the niche that I want to work with, that I am working with, which is spiritual people, they have this. And so my what I've been doing is I've been helping businesses mostly. I help people who are healers and coaches who are at the, usually right now at the beginning stages of growing their business and they need guidance on how to align it and how to create the, the marketing for the business and just how to structure it and even how to empower themselves. So they feel competent to actually do their business. This is the kind of work I'm doing. And right now I'm doing coaching. So it's all good and there's no problem, but where I have a bigger vision. And We already talked about this a little bit before the camera started with uh, summit, but part of what I want to do is is to uh, create a, a lead generation system, basically for for healers and coaches. I want to pump their calendars full of leads. I want to get them clients. Essentially, the problem that they're having, of course, they need coaching to figure out what what is their offer and all that stuff. And they need to feel empowered, so they need they still need coaching. But at some point when they're good, when they're pretty good, they need clients. That's what they need. And I just know how it feels to be an aspiring coach, an aspiring kind of spiritual person who just want to coach and help people. And I don't want to figure out marketing. I just want someone to give me freaking clients. And what I want to do is to, is to help people like this. And so I, I could do a lot of things. There's a lot of options. I could go to Facebook and figure out Facebook ads, which I've done before and get them clients from Facebook. And then of course we're paying for ads. I could do a lot of things or, and the summit, the summit you know, is a way right, to get people into our ecosystem and get clients for spirit, um, healers and coaches, or we could tap into a database, a resource like Mind Valley, and they could give us their, their database. <laughs> Essentially. So if that's
0: not going to happen.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just going to no. be
0: completely um, honest. Like it's well, not going to happen.
1: Well, no, hear, hear me out. Cause like sure. I'm, I'm positioning it as a way of like, where of course it's not going to happen, but like there's ways within that to make it happen to collaborate. So what do you think like, in terms of like how I, someone like me or someone, you know, who wants to, to create clients for healers and coaches and then I look at Mind Valley, and like you have my clients on your email list. How can I get them over to my people?
0: Right. So here's my honest answer. <laughs> and that's, and that's great that you, that you mentioned this. And what's really coming up for me is be authentic and be connected and be relatable and be of such great value that when you, like, quote unquote, step into a space, obviously, these are digital spaces, that people already feel and find your essence so appealing that you don't need to even find a way to get those people, you know, so it is a complete change of paradigm that I'm presenting to you rather than think how can I get them to come to me, simply be you. This is what I'm doing right now. I'm working with actually quantum field manifestation affirmations, really doing my own spiritual practice instead of, oh, where can I throw more money at Facebook ads? Where can I find my niche? These these are all marketing tactics. But first and foremost, I am a spiritual being. And the practice has taught me that when I go again into scarcity mindset and I start to think, oh my God, I just have one client, I'm gonna die because I can't pay my rent then maybe that's exactly the journey that the that the universe is taking you on to get you out of scarcity to get you back on your own practice. So to answer your question, be relatable. Go into the Connections app, go into whatever events they have. If you have if you really truly want to be part of that ecosystem, invest. Go to their A Fest, go to their to their Mind Valley U whenever of course the pandemic is over, but attend, be a presence and then Be so strong of a presence that people just want to know more about you and then all you need to do and the way that I'm working because I don't know how everyone else is doing it. But the way that I'm working right now is you be 110% present for the person who's in front of you. So if as a coach, I can deliver my absolute heart on a tray of gold for that person. I know that that person is gonna hold me in such high regard that they will go and tell their friends, and they won't be able to shut up about me as a coach, and not even me, but what I bring to them, the transformation that they perceive, and in doing so, that costs you zero dollars. You are actually not investing in marketing; you are investing in humanness. So that's that's my approach. So I'm sorry if it's not a very marketing answer like oh yeah there is this funnel there is this tool there is this app there is this software no there is there is this software here it's your brain and it's your soul and it's your spirit and also what is this ego you know on a different note like what is this like i want to help people i want maybe some people need to ask themselves is this truly my calling is this truly like what the world wants of me maybe the world actually your dharma is to be a mother maybe your dharma is to be I don't know something else, you know, so again it's it's people getting entangled in the ego of Oh, I want to help yeah. there's a lot of codependency as well, you know, and people need to solve their own lives first before they try to go and resolve someone else's life, so I would be very attentive to these 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 things and these desires and needs and urges, which are yes, it's for spirituality, and because it's for spirituality, I think people get trapped into like it's such a such a high high you know high calling. But if we start to clean it up again, we can see that ego is still present. So, this is what's coming up.
1: <laughs> uh, for you, yeah, I can, I can see the end. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, the whole thing—people can get lost in in spirituality, and they're just following some kind of selfish urge, and they're forgetting to be practical and it's just focus on the now and being of service. So, I would, I, I think that that's that that could be very true for some people. Uh, yeah, that's
0: yeah what 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 is really truly what i'm like in short what i'm getting at is instead of asking how can i get is like how what can i give what can i give so much so much so much that people really resonate with you know so there are ways that you can get and do free 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 content you know uh, and present yourself as truly as who you are and then and you know what even if one person shows up and just that one person then that's it and honor that because also there's a I, I feel like nowadays with social media and everything there's this uh struggle for numbers you know for data like oh my i have a list of a million thousand however many i have a following on instagram of however many sometimes you go to those accounts and there's very little engagement no one is commenting no one really cares because it's all full off and this is again the difference between superficiality and really authenticity so I would rather have, and I actually did, did, did a deep cleanse a while ago of a bunch of followers who I knew were not truly aligned with my, my way of, you know, my, my presentation. So, so I'd rather have less people, but have them be truly loyal, faithful, and who get what I'm doing rather than have big numbers. So again, when you're thinking about, you know, database and your, your email following and all that, you know, what, what does it really matter? what does it really
1: matter that's really the perfect answer i really appreciate you kind of kind of digging down down and creating that answer because you're you're of course 100 percent right and yeah the way i phrased that question was very much like i'm glad you kind of swatted it away because it wasn't really phrased um in a super authentic way right it's kind of like the problem is contained within the question itself. So I appreciate you you saying that and seeing that. I think your answer is perfect. And I'm gonna, um, you know, I've been discovering the answer a little bit myself, and, um, but on this particular question, I really appreciate the answer. Thank you for that. That's a a perfect answer. And, yeah, what else? Can I well, say? it's That's- the
0: truth. There's no other way that I can give you any other answer. I would be lying, you know, I would be just piggybacking on that wave, which like you said, it's not not really, it doesn't resonate with me. Maybe yeah. in the past, I would have been in the past, of course, I wanted like I would wake up every day and be like, Oh, I want to be a coach. And and I don't have a following. I remember, I was invited, in fact, through someone who belongs to Mind Valley. And he reached out to me via private message and said, hey, I've got this wonderful proposal for you to come and teach in, I think it was Costa Rica or some super exotic place like that. Well, I find Costa Rica exotic. And, and he's like, you just need to fill out this form, whatever. And within the form, there was this one field that said, you know, how many followers do you have on your social media? And like back then, I don't know, I didn't even have a thousand. And, uh, and I wrote the truth, obviously, because you know, they can look it up. And then he reached out to me and he's like, Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah. We, we, we kind of are looking for people who have over this amount. And, and I was so deflated. I was so bummed out thinking like, like I just, I have no value. You know, the bottom bottom deep bottom line was like, even if I have this calling and this desire, I have no value. And then it took me quite a bit of time to actually see things in a very different light, you know? So. What I like, I what I what I'm telling you now is just being present with the person in front because that person is your key to then attracting more clients and not just that, but attracting the right kind of people, you know. Because also, the question that I think a lot of coaches, myself included in the recent past, in the the past, is just this idea of I want to help, but then you have to ask yourself, okay, who. Who do you want to help? What is the problem that you feel that you have already overcome in your own life? Like I wouldn't be able to tell people how to have a million followers on Instagram because that's not my expertise, right? However, when it comes to relationships, to love, to dating a narcissist, to broken sisterhood codes, to living in abundance, like all these are topics that have come into my life to train me that I can then deliver. So, so who do you want to work with? And also, Just have the clarity who you don't wanna work with because even if people give you money, that's just a transaction. And then what you're still gonna be miserable. I have heard, I remember being in Bali in this big circle. It was like maybe 40 people at this gathering. And one lady who was a coach, she was already doing coaching. She's like, I dread getting on calls with my clients. Like they just have like all their problems and, and I just don't know and I'm feeling stressed and I am lacking energy and all my energy is being drained. And then I thought to myself, sister, you need to ask yourself, like, is this what you want to be doing? Because if all I hear is, I don't want this, then, you know, so I I hope that that makes sense to you. It's like people asking themselves, you know, it's not just, I want to be a coach. It's like, for what reason? Is that truly your calling? Who do you want to work with? What problems do you resolve? And what are you not willing to negotiate? For me, when I get on calls with my clients, I am ecstatic. I cannot wait, like, in fact, We had to move one call from one week to the next with the client. So it took like two weeks. And when we finally got on call back because she was traveling, I was, I told her like from the get-go, I missed you. And it was so authentic. I missed you. How are you doing? Let's talk. So it's truly, it's just, it fills me with energy. So I know that this is the direction I want to continue. So the money becomes secondary. And this to me is then living in absolute abundance because I'm doing what I love and I'm getting paid what I really deserve from people who are amazing. And I got really passionate, as you can feel. I'm like, ah, because it's just like, ah, you know, it's like when things align, it's just, I'm in fucking flow and that's
1: beautiful. (laughs) I feel it. I feel it. It's all about relationships right business is always going to come back to relationships this is this is what marketing really is anyway.
0: absolutely mar- when Look i like. launched my program when i launched my i have a seven week journey online so, and i designed it so beautiful again i told you my background is in education and so i made sure that the content is so very well designed like you have every single day something to do is based on the chakra system so we look at all the areas of life and it's, it's just very comprehensive. So it's juicy content. And again, I was coming at it from a very marketing perspective. So of course I did the lead generation and I put money on Facebook and I was like, and the website was pristine and beautiful. I had a front end developer. Everything was like on paper, it was like check, 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 check. But I, I feel like it didn't really fly because at that moment, I wasn't living what I was preaching. My course was all on on relationships, on healthy body and so forth. And at that moment, I was dating a narcissist. I was in pain. I was suffering. I wasn't truly in a position to be holding space for others. You know, so then the universe also in a very smart way taught me, it's not just how much money you put in all these things. It's also who you are being. So it's not what you are doing. It's who you are being. And then the people come into your energy field. As of now, I don't even reach out to clients. I don't even look for clients. People come to me and they're like, hey, can we talk? I would love to schedule you for a one-on-one. Great. And and then I give my 110% in that one-on-one, which is free. And this is how people are like, okay, let's do it. Let's work. I, I can't wait. Let's start. And they're like, here, take my money now. Like it's, it's paining me to not pay you right now. And I just have discovered that this is what works for me and I want to continue on that path. So that to me sounds, sounds exciting. <laughs>
1: what is, what is the, the offer? Where is the business?
0: Where is the business that after the one-on-one call, people feel like they got such great value and they have such clarity as to how my services, my assistance can help them to, mm-hmm. to really just get the life that they want. That then that's when they, they are like, okay, let's do it. During okay. the call, obviously during the call at the end, I say, hey, look, since we have invested all this time, if you are interested, we can go a little deeper. And then I present what the structure looks like, and that's it. And if it resonates, great. And if it doesn't, I don't. I no longer think I'm a failure. You know, I just know that that person either might not be ready or whatever, so it's not me, it's, it's them.
1: <laughs> got it, got it. And w- what is the offer? What do you help them with?
0: Oh, so uh love relationships overthinking just not living in their center so people who are still very much in 3d mentality 3d mindset and to take that to the spiritual practice so to really just deepen their spiritual practice or because the people i work with are not asleep you know they're already somewhat awake and somewhat aware that okay maybe they've done some yoga maybe they've done some meditation they've tried maybe they've been to a psychologist and tried to look at their problems from a mind perspective but it hasn't helped so then i work with spirit and it's much much higher much more comprehensive than just looking at the mind and where your blockages are when you work with spirit then you look at a complete holistic uh program let's say for reconstruction of the soul i call myself a a spirit dj you know like the dj always moves all the knobs and the volume and regulates things in order to create this beautiful masterpiece a harmony of sounds and when we are out of whack well the sounds are going to sound like out of whack so when you bring your spirit into harmony then it, it is a beautiful masterpiece so i'm the spirit dj <laughs>
1: yeah i love that wow well, i've never thought of that
0: before. yeah it came to me during meditation most of my great ideas are not mine <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what, how are you just marketing this right now? What do you, how are you, how are people finding you?
0: Referral. I'm telling what? you referral. I don't do anything. I just live my life and I am happy and people come to me.
1: That's wonderful. Cause I don't, I looked on your Facebook. I didn't see any real marketing efforts. That much.
0: No, because I don't make it such in such a way. Like I really just want people to get such great value. Because then that validates me. You know what I mean? I mean, I obviously I have my page and I have like, like five star reviews and testimonials and all because some people are very mental. And of course, they do the research. Okay, who is this chick? And why should I give her my money? So for those people, okay, go read all the testimonials, go check out my Instagram, you will see I don't have a lot of followers, but they are engaged. I'm a real human. Also, that's the thing, you know, I don't post things that are like even yoga poses i'm not doing all the like pincha and this and that and backbends that look like i'm a pretzel i'm a real human being like i like to sometimes have pizza sometimes i drink beer or a glass of wine i have a boyfriend we have fun we travel i mean i'm a real human because i think also people want to be real humans like what's the point of backbending into a pretzel if you still you know are are dissatisfied in your relationships for
1: sure for sure
0: but yeah so there you go referral <laughs> That's totally great.
1: um just a side note you my a friend of mine had has a similar accent to you you know and she has it for her it's uh mexican mm. are you, is that am i hearing that are you
0: it's the latina accent latina when yeah. we eat a lot of chilies this is what happens to your english
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but you, didn't, you didn't spend a lot of time where in latin america did you
0: oh i was born and raised in bolivia my whole life until i was 27 like spanish is oh. my first language english is well also my first language i went to an american school so i i graduated with a, a dual Got diploma yeah it. yeah oh. and i have a, an american boyfriend so you know That's i get good. to teach him words from 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 time to time <laughs>
1: okay cool Okay, well, how can people find you then? How, can people
0: how can people find me? <laughs> well, they need to have exhausted all their resources, I guess. <laughs> um, no, they can go to my website. It's oliviamercado.com or olivia.yoga. It also redirects. My Instagram is oliviamercado.yoga. Um, and uh, yeah, well, I'm on Facebook as well. They can just Google me. They'll find me. I have a podcast as well, which I finally did something with this uh, this name, Olivia from Bolivia. So my pod- podcast is available on uh, Spotify and other podcast uh, services as Olivia from Bolivia. Okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. I'm coming up to maybe f- near 15 episodes. So I, I don't record on a, on a uh, like periodically, let's say every once a week, or I just really allow intuition and when it's the right time to just come and I share something. So, I most likely will be sharing this because I feel like it was so juicy. So, thank you so much for connecting with me.
1: Thank you so much for connecting with me. Yeah, this has been very beautiful.
0: Yeah, from outer space all the way to Malaysia.
1: (laughs) Coming from the future, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's because I'm traveling right now and the room I'm in is, is just not very beautiful.
0: Great, yeah. Do you have any other questions?
1: Yeah. Um, So we're supposed to talk about leadership. So can you tell me a little bit about what leadership means to you and what your journey of leadership has been like?
0: Absolutely. Leadership. I think it's owning your life, showing up, like showing up and claiming your space, claiming your value. knowing your value. This is leadership to me. Because when you are so so sure and grounded in who you are, then you get to be yourself and you're not trying to imitate anyone else. And I think that leadership is authenticity. And then from that space you get to share your your reality with others. Yeah. What was the second portion of your question?
1: Yeah no I love that. Claiming your space. Yeah claiming your your leadership, claiming that space in life. I mean, no
0: one has your vision of the world the same way as you do. We are unique beings with unique experiences that have shaped us into who we are. So there is no replica. Even if you have a twin brother or sister, there is no way that someone can know exactly what you've been through. So some someone is going to benefit from what you have to share, not even to teach to say, hey, you should do this or that. This is again, like when I coach, I don't say you should do this or you should do that or, oh, you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. It's more like, here's, here's what I've been through and I relate to you. And here's things that supported me through that time. Maybe they support you. And then people get to take their own medicine, you know? Like, oh, actually that makes sense. Okay, let me try that in my life. So then it, come, it becomes a space where you also, as a coach even, I respect, their own individual journey why would i want someone to go through exactly what i went through no if i can spare them the pain that's exactly the formula
1: got it yeah for sure for sure okay wonderful so yeah my other part of the question uh, yeah i resonate with what you're saying and my other half of the question is just can you give some examples of your life of how you transition from a student and follower let's just say someone who is being led to someone who's leading yourself inside. You're following your own guidance. Maybe you don't have a lot of people who are following you yet, but mm-hmm. you're leading yourself, which is a higher level than just being led. And then uh, from that place, of course, being a leader in the world where, where you are, uh, yeah, creating movement, creating change. Can talk about how you transitioned and just some examples?
0: Coming back to center every single time. Asking myself, daring to ask myself the deeper questions. Daring to, as I think it's Neil Donald Walsh who talks about the five truths, you know? What is the truth of myself to myself? Am I happy here in this job? Am I happy here in this city? Is this the kind of uh, relationship I want? And then daring to hear the answer from my soul. When it says no, then I know, okay, I'm I'm not on the right track. When it's yes, okay, give it my all, remain there, be more present. So this, if when it comes to real life experiences, leaving Bolivia was a big one. Um, You know, feeling that calling, as I mentioned before, to explore the world and eventually creating. And this is the thing people reach out and say, oh my God, you're so lucky. You're so lucky that you live in Asia. You're so lucky. It's not luck. It's creation of your life. It's co-creation of your life. So i said i want to leave but then i didn't just sit there i also procured instances opportunities for that to happen i applied for jobs abroad you know and so forth so so and then when the opportunity comes and the job offer is there on the table to not shy away and 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 retract you know because then again it's like stepping out of your comfort zone as we have heard so many times you know so we read all these beautiful concepts and that's exactly what it takes it takes action, a desire and a willingness and willpower to step into that area, which is the unknown. And then, you know, you grow your trust. I feel like I've grown my sense of trust in myself because of putting myself in situations where I didn't know the outcome, and yet I figured out a way. And like I say, I've been in Asia since 2012. Um, I was in a marriage, then I also decided, hey, I want to continue exploring aspects of myself. And and that was that. And I have, you know, been able to take care of myself on every aspect, emotionally, financially, mentally, physically for the whole time that I've been out of uh, Bolivia. Whereas right now, I don't I can't even imagine going back in, and settling again in Bolivia because I see the world as my crib, like the world is my home. And wherever I want to go, that can happen, you know, and now it will be Turkey in less than 36 hours. And I've never been to Turkey and I don't know the language there. And it's just, again, it's just, just do it, you know, like Nike, just do it.
1: (laughs) So so you're kind of being led there. and You're just like, you're at a place now where you just trust your intuition, you trust your guidance, and you're just not scared
0: absolutely because we are never alone and i think that this is the biggest fallacy is to think i've got to do things all on my own i used to live in that space you know when i stepped out of that marriage it was so tiresome because you know i had to figure everything out on my own or so i thought but when you operate then from a place of spirit all i need to do is close my eyes you know Pose the intention of what it is that is going on for me, and then just ask the question like what is the way? Show me the way, lead my my steps so that I follow not what I want from an ego place, but rather what is the highest good for myself and everyone that i'm got, that my life will touch you know what is the message that uniqueness that I have that leadership quality that I have that is going to be that that light for others for me it's in relationships, it's in growing, cause I used to be not fat, but I always was like fighting those five extra kilos, you know, always like trying to diet and then I would gain some and lose some pounds, kilos, whatever. And now with yoga, I mean, I'm 37 years old and I have never had abs like so, you know, in such good shape. And I don't go and kill myself at the gym. It's truly just keeping and maintaining a daily practice of meditation of spirituality of yoga and so forth so so yeah so share of yourself with the world that's leadership number one and just do it you know listen to the calling and step into the discomfort and from that discomfort wow like you just it's never ending we always grow you know we're never completed projects we're ever evolving and even when we die that's just you know the continuation journey as they say
1: yeah, you're just saying, um, just show up, but also show up in our uniqueness.
0: Absolutely. Show up and sometimes, our... and sometimes leadership looks a lot like vulnerability. The other day, I recorded a video where I, it was midnight, and I felt called to just, you know, I bought one of these fancy halo lights, and I was like, oh. But I had had a really shit day, like I had been very emotionally Challenged because at that point I thought my boyfriend was moving back to the States and we were gonna we were contemplating being apart for who knows maybe even four months or more And I was really sad that day the emotion of sadness was very present and I recorded that video and I was like, you know what? I feel called to sharing this with me with you guys with my tribe on Facebook I have a private community free and private for, for women who are precisely trying to stop overthinking love and life and just get on with life, you know and uh and yeah and that was me like stepping again into the discomfort of being vulnerable and just sharing from a place of authenticity and that you have no idea just the comments that came you know because people can relate so where I'm going with this is sometimes being a leader isn't always like oh here I am the lion or here look at my armor sometimes being a leader is saying it is okay to feel whatever you Fill in the blank, incomplete, broken, in chaos, in mess, confused, sad. You know, betrayed. That is also part of the human experience, and that is also being a leader is is leading by by example. Like it's okay, this too shall pass.
1: Beautiful, yeah, leading by example for sure. I love how you said that, and just yeah, the vulnerability. So true. Well, uh, yeah, I'd like to. I'm respecting your time. I'd like to about So, but is there anything last thing that you can say to any aspiring leaders, maybe who are healers or coaches or just anyone who's like aspiring to like, step out into like a higher role?
0: Absolutely. Yes. Fire and trust. So trust is air, air element, right? Because it lives in the heart and fire is the willpower that helps you move and act in life. So connect those two all the time. Come back to what is the fire that I have in me that no one can put out, you know? And what is, what is the air quality? Where can, I, where can I give more trust in my life? Where can I show up in trust in my life? When you have those two, fire and trust, you are invincible and you will achieve whatever your heart, from a heart place, desires. Not from a money place, not from a transactional place, But truly from a heart space. And I think that this is success in life, not a million followers, but living in 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 accordance with who you truly authentically are and what you want to give to the world.
1: Thank you so much. She said it's midnight here where I am. So I need to go to bed now oh my
0: gosh sweet dreams and thank you it's been beautiful connecting with you and you have fired me up now so i really enjoyed this this conversation and i hope that we stay connected as well and that we continue to explore our collaboration together
1: i'm forward to doing that and we'll do the summit and all the other cool things i'm sure there's a lot more thank you so much and yeah have a great day
0: So if you have made it all the way to the end of this long winded episode, congratulations, you are a trooper. I hope you got a lot of value from that and that you now have a deeper understanding of how to just be present, be love, share love and support your clients so that they love you so much that you never have to worry about marketing or selling yourself, but that people just come to you for who you are and what you have to offer. I love you dearly. Please send me a message or connect with me. I love hearing from you. You can follow me on Instagram at oliviamercado.yoga or you can visit my website olivia.yoga. And until next time, keep breathing, keep
1: loving, keep shining your light.